0: hi everyone today is thursday november 30th and what that means for those of you watching from the united states it's been exactly one week since thanksgiving and i have not been on since then so i just want to say i hope you had a wonderful thanksgiving i hope it was restful and you didn't have to work too hard we had a nice restful thanksgiving i hope you can say something similar um, this year we're especially thankful for my grandmother she's 96 years old and uh, i'm thankful for a family that has really worked together to make it possible for her to stay at home as long as as she can so she's still at home Um, my aunts my mom kind of look take turns looking after her and uh, but i just think it's amazing that we can still sit around a table and my grandmother's home with her she still has presence of mind and uh, just enjoy thanksgiving with her still it's just amazing to me and i just feel blessed uh, to to be able to do that so i I hope you had things that you're thankful for this this year too you're new to this channel i just want to say welcome and to briefly explain why this channel exists if you want more of my testimony i've said it several times uh, throughout videos so i don't want to take up too much time talking about that you can look at those early videos uh, and see what this is all about but briefly uh, this channel exists because two years ago i looked it up today uh, late october 2021 i was laying in my bed reflecting on what a mess of a life i I had made and um, I just really could not see any direction that I could turn and that would lead to a better place it just seemed like every every choice that I would make would just lead to more and more brokenness it seemed like my life was not headed toward a very in a very good direction it just um, looked darker and darker any direction I turned and I just cried out to the Lord Um, you know I, I repented for being in that position in that predicament i grew up in the church i, I grew up um, churched and i went to a christian college um but i definitely um in my career uh, was deeply in the world i went through a trauma uh, that just kind of left me spinning and i i met my husband um who wasn't my husband at the time in 2021 um but i met him uh in kind of in the midst of all that that mess and uh he was going through his own difficult season and uh you know two broken people together didn't lead to better places it actually just led to uh to more woundedness and we were living out of our wounded places and you know we both kind of felt stuck um and knew you know if we left each other it would lead to just more heartache but if we stayed it just seemed like we would never be on the same page. And um, it just seemed impossible. And I honestly didn't have the strength uh, to, to start over again. Um, and so that's where I was. And I just, you know, cried out to the Lord. I, I believed in Him. You know, I went through a period of time where I didn't know what I believed in anymore. Um, but I was coming around to a place, you know, I'd been going to, to church, kind of a traditional church with my son. Um, who's now six and at the time I just thought you know it's probably too late for me uh, but maybe teaching him and maybe he'd make better choices than I did and maybe there's still a chance for him so I'm still you know going to church um, but feeling like like I'd messed up kind of too much and um, but I, I was just crying out to the Lord one night and said Lord i believe that you created the heavens and the earth and i I believe uh, that you have the power to make something out of nothing but i've never really experienced that power in my life i know it exists but i don't know how to access it i don't know if you're near if you're far could you show me who you are in a way that i understand and um you know I, i need a miracle and uh he put the song in my heart that god can make a way where there seems to be no way and i just I just clung to that promise, and I sang that to and from work whenever I was alone. That song was just in my heart, and I know the Holy Spirit placed that prayer and that song in me. And uh, I I also prayed that He would lead me to a group of people that would disciple me and help me grow in my understanding of Him correctly. Uh, because you know, I've been to churches my whole life, off and on, and uh, I just... I just knew there was more, and I, I i wasn't getting it, you know, and I wanted to understand him correctly and and be around people who experienced that kind of transformation because I knew it existed uh, but I just hadn't seen it, I hadn't witnessed it um I just so that was part of the prayer and uh so that's how i got my schedule out um you know from 2021 and i looked in there there was a couple that started taking lessons in early november and i knew it was was shortly after I, i i i prayed that prayer they came into the dance studio uh and uh we got into a conversation and they invited me to their home church and i i started going my son and i started going shortly after and so um that that's been an amazing experience, but um, they are people who have definitely uh, experienced the new life that Christ offers, and uh, have been through some some real stuff. And uh, he he redeemed their lives, and they have powerful testimonies. And in a small group like that, you really get to know each other and. And so um, I started to see things I'd never seen before and experienced people walking out their faith and their real relationship with the Lord and and speaking from that that life that they have in Him in a way I never really experienced before. And uh, I didn't understand it. I didn't really ever, I didn't in the beginning know if, if that could happen to me. Um, but I, I longed for it, and I marveled at it, and I, I wanted to be around it. So anyway, uh, the Lord started to, started uh, speaking to me in July of 2022. And um, one of the first things he said to me is, is Tell anyone who will listen that I'm coming soon. And uh, that's one of the things he said to my husband, too, was, I'm, I'm coming soon. Watch the signs. And uh, my husband didn't really know what that meant at the time. He was literally looking all around at, at signs and things. And uh, and uh, he does, doesn't have, he wasn't churched, you know, he doesn't have any uh, language for that type of thing. So he didn't know exactly what that meant. So anyway, uh, this channel exists because he put a specific calling on my life uh, saying that I would not, sh- save the best for myself, but I would share uh, through my inheritance in Christ Jesus uh, with others and that he would order my steps. And so at, at one point, um, he gave me specific directions, you know, to, to begin a YouTube channel, to read the messages uh, that I had received. And um, today I'm going to read one message I've never read to you, I don't think, uh, from July. And so I'll explain to you in a little bit why why uh, that's going to be read in this video. So actually, before we go uh, any further, one more quick thing. Behind me, you see two dogs, and so I just want to explain that to you real quick. If you've been following uh, this this channel for a while, you know that uh, we had to put our dog down um, not too long ago, and we haven't had many real long. She's she's been with us a year now, and. Uh, so last year at this time my sister had a couple litters of poodles and she was offering us one because she just didn't know if she could get rid of them also she offered us one of uh, the dogs from the litter for free and uh, so we went and we we picked out many i I never imagined i would have a poodle we were considering maybe getting a companion dog for a tracker maybe rescuing or something we just thought uh, if the lord wants us to have another dog then then that that door will open and so shortly after you know my sister's offering us a dog so we're like okay um i've never had a poodle but man she's the most loving sweet dog and uh it just worked out so great she and tracker bonded so quickly and just immediately were best friends and so trusting of each other and, and tracker was so gentle with her she's such a little tiny puppy and um and so uh it was a really good match and so we were so sad you know and minnie was so sad and uh just lost without him and so uh we were really happy when when our friends who had taken uh, minnie's brother that's bear back there uh he was my sister's only boy dog in that litter and they took him as this the same couple actually that invited me to that home church that were my students um so of course they heard about tracker and, and they thought that that bear would live his best life here because they they took him for a a therapy dog but they just weren't able to spend the kind of time uh developing that and um it it just wasn't i don't think working out exactly how they had hoped and imagined so uh he ended up being mostly an outdoor dog and it wasn't just getting the love that they felt like he deserved so um so bear's super happy to be here with his sister to be an indoor dog, uh, to get all kinds of love, and he adds so much energy to our home. He's a lot different than Tracker. Uh, he's very vocal, he barks a lot, uh, but and they're always tearing through the house as fast as they can go, playing playing so hard and having a great time. So, um, you know, my son loves that, and he, my son's happy, Minnie's happy, so I'm happy, Bear's happy. Um, they named him Blue bear so i go by you might hear me call him blueberry sometimes he him by any combination of those things so that's that's blueberry back there with mini uh brother and sister so that's what's going on there and actually while we're on this topic i did want to i don't know if i said this in another video but one night when we were at church um the home church the husband and wife run it uh, the wife was talking to me and she said you know I, i've just been really thinking about The incident with with tracker and how um, there were 30 sheep involved and how prophetic the number 30 is and I was like wow I never even considered that 30 is a very prophetic number that never even occurred to me and so you know I immediately went home and just read all the times that 30 appears in the Bible and again it took me to the story of Samson and you know I'm just the Lord keeps showing me more and more about the story of Samson and then um you know of course judas and the 30 pieces of silver but what i was really thinking about was um jesus he started his ministry when he was 30 and he was immediately you know after he received his anointing and baptized and everything he was immediately tempted by the enemy in the desert and um and then how um because Jesus redeemed and restored everything that Adam lost, that's something we talked about in the last video, um, many people believe that Adam sinned uh, and gave into to the temptation when he was 30. Uh, so Jesus kind of picked up where Adam left off, and that's why his ministry began at 30. I don't know if that's true, but knowing the Lord and how precise he is, I think it's a very good chance that that's exactly what happened. And so I was just really thinking about that aspect of the enemy and how he just really tries to destroy the potential um, of, of our place in the body of Christ and, um, and our unique identity that we each have and our unique calling and our unique anointing and all of that. um, that, That's what he's trying to steal and destroy. And so I I just spent a lot of time thinking about that. I just wanted to mention that in this video because I think it ties in to the bigger picture of what the Lord's gonna be doing here today. So as always, I'm looking around at at the table full of uh, papers I have from here and there and everywhere and different places i have marked in the bible the computers open and and ready and i just need the lord (laughs) to um order my steps like he's promised to do i try to prepare for these videos some maybe make an outline and things and it's always just really overwhelming um because in my attempts to do that it, it feels like striving and it feels like it just can't be good enough and so it's better for me when I just uh, surrender it to the Lord and just trust Him uh, despite my imperfections and despite my limitations that He show up and do what He does and uh, does so masterfully and, you know, despite my humanness and my failings. So I'm just going to trust the Holy Spirit like always um, to, to order these steps and to put this information together for you. Uh, in a way that glorifies Jesus Christ and uh, edifies the body of Christ. So I think where I want to begin is uh, where we left off last. uh, We were talking about Noah's Ark and uh, how amazing it is when, when the Lord suddenly opens our eyes to things that we've read a million times and then all of a sudden uh, we see the kingdom, and we see Jesus, and we see uh, the story behind the story, and uh, the case of Noah's Ark and, and the reading from Leviticus. And so um, in the last video, we talked about uh, how all of a sudden, and maybe some of you are already at that place and have been there for a while, but for me, I just saw Noah's Ark. You know, I didn't see the story behind the story. I didn't see Jesus there. I didn't see all the things, and um, how all of a sudden I'm, I'm kind of looking at the dove and researching and, and looking at the stories of the dove and things, and all of a sudden, bam, I see the raven as the enemy uh, looking to and fro in the earth, seeking who he can... Uh, devour and then the holy spirit as the dove looking for for someone who's worthy and doesn't find anyone worthy and so noah takes the dove back unto himself and just the wording of it and just like wow the holy spirit telling his story and um hiding it right in plain sight Uh, but it's a supernatural thing you know when the light bulb goes on and when your eyes open to these things um it's just i just have been experiencing so profoundly um that supernatural experience of of i can't make myself even though i knew there were types and shadows and patterns i didn't see all the layers and i know there's even more there you know that i'm not saying seeing there's just layers and layers and layers of meaning to all of the stuff um but anyway that he takes the dove back unto himself and um and then the next time he sends the dove out, he comes back with the olive branch, which we know is the Gentiles being grafted in. And then he sends it out. And this is the part I think that the Lord is developing uh, for us today, a, a deeper understanding of the mystery of the Christ, um, how, the, how the Christ was left uh, in, in the world, uh, the body of Christ. Uh, so Jesus had to die. He had to carry that anointing all by himself. Um, singularly, so that then it could uh, be given to to the world, and the body and the kingdom could grow, and um, and so that's what the dove represented that didn't return; it stayed. So another place that we see this. Dove going out into the earth, you know, not returning and being set free and released into the open fields in Leviticus 14. I read this in the last one. I don't want to repeat too much from the last uh, video, but I just want to, again, remind us of this. Uh, the So this is from Cleansing from Infectious Skin Diseases, Leviticus 14, uh, like leprosy. And uh, I know we're going to keep coming back to this. It has a lot here. Um, I see tying into other areas. Uh, So again, you know, I, I read the Old Testament. I knew there was types and shadows. I knew this stuff meant something, but I literally couldn't understand it or see it. I knew it meant something and I wish I understood what it meant because it wouldn't be so dry. Right. Uh, reading it over and over and over and not really understanding the symbolism behind it. And now I read it and it, it smacks me so hard in the face. I'm like, how on earth did I miss this? How could I not see this? Um, and I, I just know that it's supernatural and he opens our eyes. And, and when he literally blinds us sometimes from, from being able to understand and see something that's hidden right in plain sight, something that's so obvious, um, but I couldn't see it. I, w- I was blinded until a specific time when he cured my blindness and said, okay, now now it's time to see because the Holy Spirit is the one who, this book is alive. Uh, the, the Word of God is alive and the Spirit lives within us is alive and um, actively teaching us and growing us and, and, and there's an order to it and there's a purpose behind it. And uh, it's, it's just amazing to me. But anyway, this says, uh, in verse 5, then the priest shall order that one of the birds be killed over fresh water in a clay pot. He is then to take the live bird and dip it together with the cedar wood, the scarlet yarn, and the hyssop into the blood of the bird that was killed over the fresh water. Seven times he shall sprinkle the one to be cleansed of the infectious disease and pronounce him clean. Then he is to release the live bird in the open fields. So, you know, last time we we talked about all the symbolism that's so obvious there. Um, the cedar wood is the cross and the scarlet yarn is a, a salvation that we see that scarlet yarn uh, throughout scripture. And um, it's the thing that ties it all together. It's Jesus. It's the salvation story. Hyssop was used on Passover to put the blood on, on the, uh, over the door and on the sides and the hyssop was also used to, um, lifted to Jesus's lips. Uh, it had the, the vinegar when he was on the cross. And um, the, the bird being killed obviously represents Jesus's death. And uh, the water in a clay pot, Jesus was 100% man and 100% God the The fresh water is like living water, and the clay pot is like man made from earth, and um, he was one hundred percent both. He was God who himself, because that dove went in Noah's Ark it went and it searched. it could find no place, no one worthy. He took it un, upon himself. God himself became man um, because, because there's no one else worthy except for Jesus Christ. And uh, he carried; he himself carried the anointing, and took on the sins, and became the fulfillment of the law. He fulfilled all of it, um, and as a free gift of grace to us, and uh, take the live bird and dip it together with the cedar wood and the scarlet yarn and the hyssop into the blood of the bird that was killed over the fresh water seven times, and then. The person will be clean and then the bird is to be released. Um, you know, so because Jesus did that, the Holy Spirit could then be sent and the body of Christ uh, was the seed, the potential of the kingdom was Jesus himself. Um, you know, when he died and he rose again, in that we have new life, we have a new man A new man is created and that's we're going to talk about that soon Um, no longer Jew no longer Gentile a new type of man that's the mystery of the Christ the Christ that lives in us we are his very body okay and there's no more Jew no more Gentile there's a new man Um, and and that's what what was left in the earth that's this dove that's what it represents the body of Christ Uh, place where the Holy Spirit can live and so um, before we go further into that so you know we talked about some of that in the last video on on Saturday after that video was put out uh, one of the viewers sent me a message and uh, I'm talking about her she she uh, was laughing because I had underlined something in my Bible and I talked about how I do not like to underline things in my Bible and I could not believe that the verse my husband wanted me to uh, look up when I looked it up in my Bible was actually underlined with dark ink which I just don't do that Um, and so it was already underlined I'm like (laughs) when did I do this why did I do this I can't believe I did this But anyway and it's the very verse he wanted me to look up and uh and it was just talking about you know how the lord rewards you know first a person has to have faith in in the lord and um faith pleases him and he rewards those who seek him earnestly and and he he hides he has mysteries he has secrets and he wants us to to seek him and we will find and there's there's so much treasure when we find the things that he has hidden. Um, it's just so beautiful, and it's just that is our journey with him. That is our relationship with him, and uh, that's where the real life is. And so you know that's that's what we have right now is the kingdom inside of us, and, and he allows us to experience those treasures now. Um, you know, and and we're occupying until until he returns, and. Uh, you know the fullness of the kingdom and he finishes all the things you know it was already finished Um, he lives outside of time all of this was done at the foundations of before the foundations of the earth were laid Jesus Christ was was crucified so all of this is finished you know and and we can walk we talked about in the last video we can walk in that victory we can walk from that that place and that promise and um, and and know that that we're walking this out and uh but but he sees it as finished already he sees us as finished and so we're just trying to catch up you know we have to walk this out um in this in this time that's been appointed uh, for this whole redemption story to, to play out but it's already written it's already done and so anyway this this woman um she's she's a viewer on this channel she's she's had like 20 some back surgeries um like man what what? it you know god sees her as healed she is healed uh will that manifest you know we're believing for that for her healing but in the meantime he's using it in such an amazing way so she has this bible that's the exact opposite of mine it's basically like a work of art and uh i'm gonna put i hope i remember uh put the pictures of that at the end of this video for you to look at but she takes that to the hospital with her each time she has these surgeries and uh, she just has so much um faith you know and and hope in the lord and so she's able to minister and uh, share share christ with others in a very profound way and uh, it's just awesome you know that she has a calling on her life and. The Lord uses her um, through this experience that she's going on with, you know, experiencing with her back and, and all of that. It's just the Lord works in such mysterious ways and he does things that we don't expect. Um, there's lots of twists and turns to, to the way that he, he does things and uh, he uses things to confound the wise. And, um, and what impact does that have? So this woman sent me an email, and uh, it, it immediately grabbed my attention because the name on it was Ron Wyatt, and probably a lot of you know who Ron Wyatt was. I did not know who he was. And in the last video I shared about Andrew Wyeth, and I honestly can, I have to look up his name every time um, his name comes up because I just cannot remember that it's it's Wy- Wyeth. I always think it's Wyeth. Um, and i even had this thing in my mind where i say why it's not Wyatt it's Wyeth but i don't remember that part i just why it's Wyatt is what i remember and i think his name is Wyatt so anyway just had put that on there and i'm like oh his name's actually Wyatt not you know so that grabbed my attention right away but anyway she's just sent this short little video is maybe nine minutes long and it said had have you seen or heard about this and so he claims It's pretty big claim okay so just hang in there with me that he found uh, the Ark of the Covenant and uh, Jesus's blood actually on the top of the mercy seat and so I watched this his testimony was pretty convincing in this little clip that I saw and I thought hmm I don't know I mean that's a pretty big claim right Uh, but it it seemed pretty compelling so I I did a, a quick Google search Uh, saw what people were saying about him on Google and Wikipedia and uh, Before returning to the Lord I spent my fair share of time uh, researching a lot of uh, conspiracy theory type things enough to know who is the ruler of in the prince of the air and who really uh, has programmed us to Be very much truth denying in, in our In our society in the world in the time that we live in um, truth is denied (laughs) very much and so when I saw all of the the denying of the um, validity of this man I thought hmm there might actually be something to his story (laughs) because they're trying awfully hard to deny it so I I just went to bed you know with those thoughts the next day I went to church and um, and so our morning church pastor uh, has just discovered that she has cancer, and so um, I've been going to appointments and things with her, and uh, and so her sermon was very much about the sovereignty of God and trusting in His promises and not understanding everything, um, but trusting. And the evening, as it often does, overlapped a lot with that theme. Of the sovereignty of god and just standing and claiming those promises and um, not letting the enemy put fear and doubt into our minds you know things don't always look like we expect um but we 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 do serve a god who is faithful he's unchanging and and we absolutely can claim and stand on those promises and so uh so that it was just interesting, you know, I was just kind of sitting back and and noticing again that there's a lot of overlap in the theme and the people are walking through some very difficult things uh, in our evening church and just like the temptation to to uh, to question everything and to, to doubt and to um, just feel insecure and uh, lose some faith. and. You know, all of those things can can be a temptation and so just uh we were just kind of the pastor was getting the pastor's wife, you know, the ones that run the home church, she was getting very passionate and she was she was, you know, rebuking the enemy and just um it was it was pretty powerful and she was she was really deep in it and um and doing what she does and interceding and different things. Um and my husband nudged me and he wanted me to read from First James, I'm going to look that up in just a moment, um, and I read it. I didn't really look around, but there was just like no response. There was nothing. I felt like it sort of fell flat. Like I didn't. I just read what he said. I, I didn't really follow his chain of thought necessarily, or um, but you know he was connecting something important in that moment with what was going on, and. Um, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I just I read it and that was it. But that was something that happened. So, I read that. The next morning I wake up and um, a lot of times uh, I'll I'll lay in bed with my son and uh, as he's sleeping I'll just kind of flip through YouTube or. Or you know check emails or whatever on my phone and um, so I I was kind of looking and the very first video that popped up was another video about this Ron Wyatt guy and so I was like I'll I'll watch that was a little bit longer and um, the only verse they used was that verse that I had just read the night before I wasn't sure why I read it I wasn't sure if it was received by anybody or anything I was just like this kind of strange moment um, well, wouldn't you know that that video uh, used that same exact verse at, at the end. It was, it was like the only verse, and I was like, whoa. Uh, now, now I'm starting to see what this verse means. And, then, um, and so then I watched a longer documentary on this, and uh, so before I go into that, let me look up this verse for you. Okay, so did I just say James? It's John, First John 5, and I'm gonna, I can't remember exactly which part of this my husband had me read, um, so I'm gonna start at verse 5. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. He did not come by water only, but by water and blood and it is the spirit who testifies because the spirit is the truth for there are three that testify the spirit the water and the blood and the three are in agreement we accept man's testimony but god's testimony is greater because it because it is the testimony of god which he has given about his son Anyone who believes in the Son of God has this testimony in his heart. Anyone who does not believe God has made him out to be a liar, because he has not believed the testimony God has given about his Son. And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. So after I read that scripture, I watched that video. I went and I looked at Matthew when Jesus dies on the cross, and it says, um, "When he gave up his spirit, the curtain of the temple was torn from, two from top to bottom. The earth shook, and the rocks split. The tombs broke open, and the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs. So they came out of the tombs when when that." happened when he gave up his spirit but not until after his resurrection did they go into the holy city and appear to many people i just was looking at that like i never noticed that before that there was a time lapse they came out of their tombs but they appeared to people what were they doing what did that look like that's a mystery right there they came out of their tombs I just know that that means something. There's some hidden mystery right there. They came out of their tombs and after Jesus' resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many people. So anyway, there was an earthquake and the earth split open. And this is saying that there's three that that, uh, testify together, the spirit, the blood, and the the water. And so, um, you know, Ron Wyatt, he he never knew of any kind of theology that said uh, that Jesus's blood literally dripped onto the the uh, the mercy seat. Um, but jeepers, that makes so much sense. <laughs> you know, that our Lord, who is so precise um, and so poetic and so so perfect in the way that He completes things, I. I just really believe that this is probably true um, that the earth literally cracked open and his blood went down and there was the ark hiding under the exact place that the Lord was crucified because who wrote this story Um, it's not the Lord going along with us not knowing what's gonna happen he sets things into place and uh, he is very precise and when he when I am starting to see how precise and how this ties together and the exact wording and the meaning of things. It's like, guys, if you're having doubts, I hope you hang in there with me because this is all going to come come around. Um, but uh, so anyway, after, after that video, I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look more into this Ron Wyatt guy. And I, I watched a long documentary and it was uh, a little over two hours. It took me a few days to get through. And I watched part of it with a friend, and um, you know, she knew a lot about some of these discoveries, but she didn't know that they all began with with Ron Wyatt. And um, you know, he he cried out to the Lord in his in his way, and his testimony is just it's powerful. He said, uh, "Lord, do whatever work you need to do in me, whatever that looks like." Do whatever work you need to do with me to use me as a vessel that, uh, so I, I can tell and share with others that you exist. Um, do whatever work you need to do in me to make that possible, so that my life can be used to to show the world that you exist. And um, he said that after that everything began to change, and and he <laughs> the Lord led him to all these places, and the testimony is amazing, and just what was striking me about all of this is like i'd heard bits and pieces like i've heard that you know the chariot wheels were in the red sea and and different things like that and uh, actually one one critic uh was was disproving everything based on the fact that it would be impossible at at that time in the late 70s early 80s for people to dive that far and you know i was looking into that because i didn't think it sounded right Uh, i thought that they could it just wasn't recommended um, and yeah they absolutely could have and it just wasn't true and my friend who had her scuba license at that time she was like yeah absolutely they could have done that it's just not recommended uh, you know for the for the novice and the casual diver um, but absolutely that could have been done and um, so anyway had you know I'd heard about some of these things um, what else had I heard about I I think I heard that noah's ark was discovered i didn't know the whole story of that um it's actually like a national it's it's acknowledged by the country of turkey i think it's a national park or or something like that um but it's officially recognized that noah's ark has been discovered and so i'm just like wondering you know also, he um, Sodom and Gomorrah, I've, I've talked to some people that had heard about that, that, yes, it's been proven that they found uh, the site of Sodom and Gomorrah that was on there. And uh, Mount Sinai, and just all, all these places have been preserved. I have grown up, pretty much this has spanned the course of my life. You know, I was born in the late 70s. This stuff was being discovered. Why, why isn't... Why didn't I not know this? How did I not know this? I grew up in a Christian church with a Christian education, went to a Christian college. It's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal um, that all of these things have been preserved in the earth. I, I almost think that Also, these things have been sort of preserved and hidden until an appointed time for our eyes to be open. And for, you know, just the truth, like it's been here the whole time. All you had to do was was seek me. I preserved all of this. You want evidence? It's here. It's all here. It all validates the Bible exactly. Uh, These stories can be uh, validated by these discoveries in the earth. These people existed. These events happened. Um, I was very emotional watching this because it was just like, so after the uh the after the last video at the end i put some clips some pictures of mount ararat and uh when i was looking at pictures there were sometimes pictures of two peaks um on mount ararat two different mountain peaks with the cloud around it so it was like you know looked very um Heavenly, and I was just thinking, two, two means witness, and I was just thinking the cloud of witnesses. I would, and I want to read that scripture uh, to you because, you know, as I was watching this, these are the 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 giants of our faith um, that we read in Hebrews, that same section of Hebrews, you know, that was underlined. Uh, these people that walked before us, they are the cloud of witnesses that are there cheering us on. So anyway, right before I read this, uh, I just was getting really emotional watching this because you could see these things that have been preserved on the earth so well. I mean, they're recognizable. Um, Noah's Ark, you know, you can see the shape of it. Uh, You know, they've since done so much stuff with with the technology to to show what lies beneath the earth and they tested. uh, There's metals found in it. They can see how the structure was made. Um, They believe they found the anchors uh, for the boat and um, even the home that Noah lived in. Come on. It's tangible. You can touch it. It just connects us to our history to our um to our family in in a way that doesn't seem like i always just thought the earth just erased all this evidence that the lord has kept it preserved in these these far away places that are hard to get to you know um but they're they've been really well preserved there you can touch it you can see it you can experience it and it just i was so emotional because it was like wow it's just not so far out there it's it's tangible it still exists it's it's so close um you can reach out and touch it mount sinai was amazing because the the tops is it's burnt and there's like a clear line of, of where the rock isn't burnt anymore and you peel off that top layer it's just the top outer layer of the rock that's burnt Um, The altars, you could see, like, possibly where the tabernacle was built. You could see the system they had for sacrifice, the fences where the animals were kept. I mean, it's all still there. Um, Preserved out in the middle of nowhere in the desert. Um, In the bottom of the Red Sea, you can go and you can... uh, you know, the, the countries like protect these things, people can't go there and so you can't just go in and, and look at it. It's been preserved. The Lord did that. Sodom and Gomorrah, you can go and you can see that the... I think you can go and look at that, but nobody is. Why isn't... and that's what they talked about in the documentary, like why is no one here looking at this and talking about this and and digging deeper into this? Why is this not being explored? Uh, by archaeologists and historians and all the things. Uh, why aren't Christians lining up to experience this and see this? Why is this not happening? Um, but you can see the outline of all the buildings. You can see that it was a city. Um, you can get little pieces of, of that sulfur and, um, you know, round balls of it. And it's, it's not the same as, as lava. It's different. It's unique. Nowhere else in the world can it be found just you know just all this all this stuff and um so anyways just getting really emotional that it's just it's right there and just seeing it was unbelievable it's just awesome and uh so a lot of people have since talked about these things but it all goes back to ron wyatt and um his journey uh, and walking out the thing that the lord gave him in faith and holy moly like Wow. Um, I mean, to me, by the end of that, it was like, he deserves to be in this Hall of Fame, you know, these giants of faith, the Lord used him mightily. And uh, I, I just think it's something to, to look at to keep an eye on. Uh, because The Ark of the Covenant hasn't been revealed. Um, A lot of people do believe that that it's known where it is and that there isn't a point of time for it to come out. And, um, you know, just thinking about uh, the, the earthquake and the earth splitting open and Jesus's blood going down and going into the mercy seat is just, it's just too perfect. I just, I I just really think, and and the fact that he didn't even know that that was a a theology and that's something that people, you know, speculated about. He didn't even know that. Just how the Holy Spirit just led his whole experience and that's just amazing. And it it just seems so genuine because he's not super comfortable with uh, people talking about like Holy Spirit. strangeness and uh he's not super comfortable talking about how he, that came about that he he discovered that um but it just m- makes his testimony all that more genuine to me but anyway i just hope you watch it i hope uh, um you just have that experience too just just watching that journey and all the testimony and and seeing these places it's it's awesome so okay um So I'm going to just read from Hebrews about the giants of faith and um, just keeping in mind that each person had their own unique place in the body. We're connected to these people uh, because (laughs) all of us together complete this story. And, you know, we need our, our history and the, the truth of, of who we are that's preserved in the Bible and, and taught to us. Uh, these people that walked out and experienced the presence of the Lord here on earth and now are in his presence, cheering us on and you know rooting for us to complete this race and just starting to, to realize that in Christ, we have an identity that is not our soulish earthly identity we have a new life a completely new life a new creation and and that's the mystery you know of the christ a new man was created not jew not gentile a new man and we all have a function in the body and the enemy's trying to steal our potential and he's trying to stop that but we are here not by accident We are here, appointed to this time and this season, the end times, we're here. And just like Ron Wyatt, just like these people, when we have a surrendered life, (laughs) the story, the story that he... Has written about you, the, the, the man, the new man that's alive in Christ, the potential of that. I just really think he wants us to start thinking more about this mystery and what that potential means and what the enemy is actually trying to sabotage because these people were not overcome by the enemy. These people walked in faith. uh, Even, even though they didn't get to see the end result, they knew and trusted in the promises of God that this wasn't all there was. There's a, a much grander reality. The spirit realm is the parent realm. And when we're we're born into that, when we're participating in that, when we're walking in faith of the author of that, something much, much bigger awaits, you know, they're standing on that promise and they are part of the development of that story. And so anyway, I just let the word speak for itself. So Hebrews 11 by faith is the title of the chapter. Now, faith is being sure. Of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see this is what the ancients were commended for by faith we understand that the universe was formed at god's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible by faith abel offered god a better sacrifice than cain did by faith he was commended as a righteous man when god spoke well of his offerings And by faith, he still speaks, even though he is dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. By faith Noah, when warned about things not yet seen in holy fear, built an ark to save his family. By his faith he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. By faith Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going, by faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith Abraham, even though he was past age and Sarah herself was barren, was enabled to become a father, because he considered him faithful, who had made the promise. And so, From this one man and he, as good as dead, came descendants, as numerous as the stars in the sky, and as countless as the sand on the seashore. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance. And they admitted that they were aliens and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. By faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had received the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son, even though God had said to him, It is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. Abraham reasoned that God could raise the dead, and figuratively speaking, he did receive Isaac back from death. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau in regard to their future. By faith, Jacob blessed when he was dying, blessed each of Joseph's sons and worshiped as he leaned on top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when his end was near, spoke about the exodus of the Israelites from Egypt and gave instructions about his bones. By faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born because they saw he was no ordinary child and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a short time. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. By faith, he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw him who was invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, so the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch the firstborn of Israel. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as on dry land, but when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after the people had marched around them for seven days. By faith, the prostitute Rahab. Because she was welcome, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. And it's interesting that it, the Hall of Fame starts stops there with Rahab. <clears throat> and what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell you about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets. Who though raised to life again. Others were tortured and refused to be released so that they might gain a better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging while still others were chained and put in prison. They were stoned. They were sawed in two. They were put to death by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains, and in caves and holes in the ground. These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised. God had planned something better for us, so that only together, with us, would they be made perfect. Then it says in chapter 12, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a cloud of witnesses, And lose heart okay and then uh, chapter 12 verses 18 on you have not come to a mountain that can be touched and that is burning with fire to darkness gloom and storm to a trumpet blast or to such a voice speaking words that those who heard it begged that no further word be spoken to them because they could not bear what was commanded If even an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned. The sight was so terrifying that Moses said, I am trembling with fear. But you have come to Mount Zion, to the heavenly Jerusalem, to the city of the living God. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly, to the church of the firstborn whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all men, to the spirits of righteous men made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. See to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. If they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, how much less will we? If we turn away from him who warns us from heaven. At that time, his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised once more I will shake the earth not only the earth but also the heavens the words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken that is created things so that what cannot be shaken may remain therefore since we have therefore since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe for our God is a consuming fire and so you know in these last days we know there's going to be a great shaking and the only things you know sin is going to be judged idols are going to be torn down and the the only thing that's going to be left is 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 the kingdom of god and that is unshakable that is going to last forever everything else is going to pass away uh, John said that one greater than I is, is coming. He's going to baptize with with spirit and, and with fire. And for a long time, my husband and I wondered, what is that fire? What does the fire mean? Our God is a consuming fire. It speaks of his judgment. So we know that some things get more beautiful uh, in the fire. Frankincense represents our, our praise. Um, some things are, are refined through the fire gold and silver you know when he like the refiner's fire when he can see his own reflection and all the other stuff is burned off and the dross rises to the top it's skimmed off it's a process of refining and it's beautifying um it's it's cleansing it's purifying and uh so for those people that hold on to to their idols and hold on to the sin you know it's gonna be very painful And it's gonna, it's gonna bring death, but to the people who have released all of that, uh, it's gonna bring, uh, completion and it's, it's gonna be a a purification in a way that is, um, experienced as welcomed and uh, a whole, whole different thing. So fire is about his, his judgment, but it's not necessarily judgment for people. It's judgment of sin, judgment of idols. Our God is all consuming fire. All those things that aren't him, aren't of him, burn up. And, uh, and so that's, that's what that speaks of. And, you know, I'm just now starting to understand that more fully. I'm just going to read a little bit more from Hebrews 13.5 says, Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you so we say with confidence the lord is my helper i will not be afraid what can man do to me remember your leaders who spoke the word of god to you consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith jesus christ is the same yesterday and today and forever do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings it is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace not by ceremonial foods which are of no value to those who eat them we have an altar from which those who minister at the tabernacle have no right to eat. The high priest carries the blood of animals into the most holy place as a sin offering, but the bodies are burned outside the camp, and so Jesus also suffered outside the city gate to make the people holy through his own blood. Let us then go to him outside the camp, bearing the disgrace he bore for here we do not have an enduring city we are looking but we are looking for the city that is to come through jesus therefore let us continually offer to god a sacrifice of praise the fruit of lips that confess his name and do not forget to do good and to share with others for with such sacrifices god is pleased and then skipping ahead may the god of peace who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. So anyway, what was really um, jumping out to me in all of that reading was they had hope for things they did not fully understand. Just like we have hope for things we do not fully understand, uh, we get to live out and be a part of of an age, you know, that they that they really didn't have a probably a super clear concept of, but they still walked in faith and knew that they were a part of something much much greater. Uh, that the the spirit realm is the parent realm, and that they had, uh, they this was not their home, and that there was there was something something greater, and we walk with that same faith and that same hope. We don't know exactly uh, what this is that we can't imagine. No eye has seen, and and no ear has heard, and no. Mind could comprehend the things that are in store for us, but we're all part of this journey together. Uh, they played their part, and here we are, appointed to this time and this season in the end times uh, to play to play our part. And I think the Lord just really wants us to to walk boldly from a place of victory. It's already done. Just like these these people that we that we read about, uh, no matter what the cost, no matter what it looks like, uh, that. that we're all in this together, that we're all part of this big, huge, uh, awesome story and, uh, and he sees it as already done. And so even though we don't have eyes to see all of it or understand all of it, um, we know that we are connected to the body of Christ and he does, he has, uh, he has been victorious and it, it will come to completion. And we are a part of this. And we all have a role to play in this and to really start to, um, to grasp the depth of that. Okay, so I can see that this is going to be quite a long video. So I'm just going to uh, pause here and create a separate video for part two. So I'll have part one and part two for this video.